Hello everyone. Welcome. My name is Sam. I am Joe. This is going to be our podcast, Mysterious Anything. Um, it's going to be about crime, true crime, uh, paranormal, ghost stuff, uh, conspiracy theories, aliens, and then anything else that is just weird and spooky and I want to talk about. So Exactly. Do you want to give a brief analysis of who you are? Um, so, we are sisters. Yes. I am the younger sister, um, out of the two of us, but... <laughs> um, so, my full name is Jocelyn, just in case you wanted to know that. <laughs> Don't know why, but... How old are you? Um, I am 17, and uh, I am a Sagittarius, um, in case you... <laughs> Don't have me. You, you're an Aries, aren't you? Yeah, I'm an Aries. Yeah, that's so. what I thought. Yeah. What, what about it? Uh-huh, exactly. What about that's it? That's Aries energy right there. <laughs> and that's Sagittarius energy right there. Uh, we do not mix well. No. But like you said, I'm an Aries. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam, um, 19. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. Yeah. I don't really do much. Oh, I work retail and I fucking hate it. Hey, that's a bad word. We're going to be saying bad words. Jocelyn, <laughs> get over it. <laughs> PG-13. You, th- you think you can filter me? I'm an Aries. <laughs> but, so, basically, this podcast is just going to be us telling stories. Um, well, not stories, but, you know. And just kind of living our lives, doing our thing. We'll probably talk about random stuff here and there, but... A.K.A. our tangent on... Our tangents. <laughs> a lot of those. Everything. We have a lot of them. But, yeah, I guess we can just jump right into it. Um, Joe's going to start us off with her story, which... Oh, and our stories, so I guess I should explain. We're both going to do um, our own stories each week. Sometimes if they're, like, tiny little short ones, we might do, like, one or two mm-hmm. of them. Um, but we're, all, we're both going to try to pick a story of a different, quote, genre. So, like, if I do, like, a ghost one, she's going to try not to do a ghost one. So there's some variety in it. And we're both going to keep our stories secrets from each other. Yes. So, like, I won't tell her exactly who I'm doing. I'll just let her know the genre so she doesn't do it. And yeah. so it's a surprise for both of us, for all of us. Yes. So. I will say this week we are kind of close, I think, in a little bit. Because my ghost story turned out to be a little less ghosty <laughs> than it said it was. That's but okay. But I still think it's an interesting story. That's okay. So. That's all we need to know. Exactly. But, so, yeah, you can just jump right into it. All right. Alrighty. Okay. Uh, so let's get started. So we are going to go all the way to uh, New Hampshire... Or New Hampshire. <laughs> I lied to you. Okay, we're going. We're going to like around New Hampshire in Maine, mm-hmm. um, in that area. We're going to Smutty Nose Island. What now? Smutty Nose. Smutty Nose. You heard me correct. Like Smutty, S M U T T Y. Yes. Nose N O S E. Yes. One okay. word. Smutty Nose. Okay. Interesting. And I've never heard of that before. Yes. It is midway between Cape Cod Canal and a. Uh, Bay and Maine. Wait, so is Smutty Nose a town? Smutty Nose. That's what I said. It's not a town, it's an island. Oh, an island. Okay. Yeah, it's not large enough to be considered a town. <laughs> um, yeah. So, basically, we're gonna go into the story of... Um... Oh, wait. Before you continue. Oh, okay. We are currently recording in my bedroom, and in my room, I have a lot of animals. Um, so if you hear, like, random noise, it's just them. So, don't be alarmed. I am alarmed. Me too. <laughs> Sorry, continue. All good, all good. So we're going to go start in uh, 1870s. Mm. Amazing. So we have uh, Marin and John Hanvet. Uh, they were the only two p- people living on Smutty Nose at that time. Mm. 
Then a few years after they moved to Smutty Nose, a guy named Lewis Wagner, who was a... Don't laugh at his name! I don't trust people or... I don't trust anything associated with the word Wagner just because it sounds (laughs) fucking ridiculous. (laughs) Well, maybe you should keep that in mind. (laughs) Is is that foreshadowing? What? Maybe. (laughs) English teacher who? (laughs) I was an AP lit, so... (laughs) Well, I am an AP lit, Wow, look at that. (laughs) But, uh, so Lewis Wagner, who was a fellow fisherman, uh, because that's what John was, uh, he moved to the island. And due to the close quarters of the island, John and the Hanvets became friends. Uh, eventually, John, uh, well, I'm sorry, I just said John and the Hanvets, those are the same people. <laughs> eventually, Wagner and the Hanvets became friends because of the close quarters. Eventually, John hired Wagner and invited him to move into their house. At the same time that this was happening, uh, a the sister of... Um, <clears throat> Sorry, the sister of Marin moved in with them as well. Her name so was now Karen. It's, okay, so now it's the two original Hanvents, the sister of the wife, and then Wagner yes. living in the same house. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, and soon after she moved to the island, Marin's other brother, well, other brother, she only had one brother, but <laughs> Marin's brother and his wife, a.k.a. her sister-in-law, uh, that's how that works. <laughs> I'm probably going to pronounce her name wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's Aneth. Let me see. Um, right there. Aneth? That's Aneth. what I would say. It looks like Aneth. And I typed it into Google and she said Aneth, so I'm going with Aneth. <laughs> yeah, that's more work than I did. So. <laughs> uh, and they also moved into the Hanvet household. Uh, however, after soon after Aneth and... Her wife, her wife, her, <laughs> her husband moved into the Hanvet house. Wagner left. He went back to the mainland to make a living on his own because he wanted to be an independent man, you know? Yeah. You know? So now it's just the Hanvents. All of the Hanvents. And no so we got, we got two pairs of um, husband and wife Couples, and one, and one lady. And one lady. Okay. All living together. Um, so Wagner... Um, he went to the mainland and he tried to make his life, like, thrive. And he tried to get a job. It failed. He was penniless and... Same. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Subscribe. <laughs> Follow us, please. Please. <laughs> but uh, he moved to the mainland and he became penniless. And he was homeless. He had nothing. He was literally nothing. He soon became on the brink of, like going like not insane like clinically insane but he was just like, like a mental brink from the yeah, stress he was like over it you know mm-hmm. and he just are you sure you're not telling my life story <laughs> i i hope not <laughs> i really hope not because <laughs> well, we'll he decided he was going to go rob the han vents oh yeah that sounds pretty right yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay um we better keep that in mind people <laughs> yeah don't invite me over <laughs> Um, just so kidding, just kidding. <laughs> he rode all 12 miles to Smutty Nose. Yeah. It was 12 miles of hand rowing. That's a lot. <laughs> Why? Why Why didn't he just, like... Get a job? Well, I mean, like, if... Why didn't he just go to the island and then just, like... Like, why did he, like, specifically row to that their house? Why didn't they just, he just go to the island like normal and then just, like... Walk well, to the house. Normal people don't really go to the island. He wanted, 
he wanted the robbery to be undetected. So, oh, like, okay. He didn't so, want anyone okay. to know. Not, not, nobody else okay. involved. I assumed him. he would have been like, oh, hey, old pal, let me stay over and then uh, steal stuff. But he no. was being, like, sneaky. Okay. Yes, he didn't want anyone to know. He rode the 12 miles on a time that he knew all of the men were going to be gone. Mm-hmm. Because he heard that there was their, their fish shipment was late and they were on the mainland. And he knew all the men were on the mainland and the women were the only ones home. So he went into this. He did not. It is said that he did not intend to be violent. And he just wanted to go in and out and steal and stuff. But that changed when he woke Karen. Mm. So he went in to rob their house. Uh, Karen was in a separate room than the other two ladies. And Karen woke up in, in kind of a half daze. She was like, is that you, John? John's her husband. Oh yeah, because she wouldn't immediately be fr- like exactly. that freaked out. Because even if even if she was like, oh, it's Wagner, like she knew him. Yeah, like, she wouldn't exactly. be like, oh my god, an intruder at first. She's exactly. like, hey, dude, why are you just in my house? She thought it was John. Yeah, and if it was Wagner, exactly. Okay, makes but, sense. So she thought it was John because it was dark and he's half awake. And then he didn't respond. She goes, John, what's wrong? And then she kind of like gets a little loud, and the other women in the other oh, room hear. hear her. But they're locked in the room, because uh, as Wagner went by, he locked their room, oh. thinking all three of them were in there. I bet they'd be like, like, did John just lock him and we left for work? <laughs> like, fuck. Stupid women. <laughs> lock store. Oh, my God. But, yes. So, Karen woke up um, the other two sisters, and mostly Aneth, because Aneth was the first one to wake up. Um, so, after Karen realized that whatever was going on was fishy... She got up and she started getting a little bit loud. So Wagner grabbed the nearest object he could find, which was a chair. And yes, I know, it kind of weird. But he did like, you know, like the WWE. Like, okay, but like if I was like going into a robbery and I was like, I don't really want to hurt anybody. But then you're in a situation where you're like, well, fuck. Like I either got to knock this bitch out or I'm going to jail. I wouldn't grab a chair. I would be like, I would tie her up and put her in a closet. Like I wouldn't hurt her, you know? Yeah, well. Like. I feel like you have to have some sort of, like, negative attentions to be like, oh, I'll just whack you with a chair, I guess. Like, fuck it. Well, he, yeah, he's not in a He's good not state. mentally okay. Nope. <laughs> I mean, are any of us? No. Uh, but, yeah, so So, he, Aneth is knocked the fuck out, right? No, not Aneth. Uh, oh, Karen. Karen, sorry. Aneth is still locked in the room. Yes, Aneth is in the room. Karen is knocked out, I yeah. presume? Yes. No, well, kind of. So, he takes the chair and whacks her. She is, like, knocked out, but she's not, like, fully, like, knocked. <laughs> um but she's like she can't move she's like obviously got a concussion yeah she's locked over obviously. the fucking chair obviously <laughs> uh and then aneth wiggles her way out of the room um i know that sounds like the, i'm using weird adjectives adjectives verbs uh so sorry <laughs> ap ap lit job i thought you were ap lit no i'm like don't tell my teacher i was never fully taught grammar we're not getting on the grammar tangent. That will go on for literally like four hours. Yeah, that's true. But so Aneth uh, wiggles out of the room, gets the little... Because the only way he locked the door was he shoved a wedge in the door, which just enough pushing and thing, it'll fall out. Yeah. Which is what happened. So Aneth got out. She went to the room where Karen and Wagner was. Karen on the floor, pretty much knocked out. Aneth is like, <gasps> bitch! Uh... <laughs> And uh, Wagner, still having the chair, went to go swing it again. So Aneth moved her sister out of the way and then ran. Uh, he didn't hit anybody because he missed, obviously, because surprisingly she moved this body fast enough. Kind of kind of crazy strength there. Girl power. Girl power. 
Joe, if it happened to me and you and I saw you like lying on the floor like half knocked out, I'd be like, eh, fucker. And I'd leave. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my god, I'm hurt. I'm, I'm kidding, hurt. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Podcast I would be like, Wagner, get your ass over here. <laughs> I never punched nobody, but I'll make it first. You probably punched me before. I've backhanded you before. That's true. But you have cut me with a knife before. That's so. true. There's a scar to prove it. There is. There is definitely there is. a scar. Anyway. <laughs> Back to the story. <laughs> um, so Annette started running out and Wagner's like, oh no. Uh, by the way, the chair broke, so he doesn't have the chair anymore. Mm, but that's kind of like, you know. So Wagner goes chasing after Annette, knowing that Karen's kind of like out of it. So he goes chasing after Annette. Annette makes it all the way outside. But it's an island. What's she going to do? Yeah, like swim 12 miles. Exactly. Shore. Um, on the way of their running, Wagner sees their wood chopping, uh, station, you know, like, with, like, little stump and stuff and the axe. Does he grab the axe? He grabs the axe. Oh my god. So- What is it? Wait, what was that one, like, person, she was a girl, she supposedly killed her own family with an axe, but there's strong Lizzie evidence- Borden. Yes. There's strong evidence to suggest that that's not actually the case, but I'm sure one of us will cover that eventually. Oh, heck yeah. I love, I love- I love her. There's a lot of YouTube documentaries and stuff like that about it. Yeah, there's like a whole TV show about it, too. I started watching the show, and it's this was years ago, and yeah. isn't the show like, like not, it's not a documentary. It's no, like, it's like a, like a drama. Drama. And, and I didn't, I didn't like think it, it was much. that good. Exactly. No hate, no hate. No hate, but like, you know. But kind of. I like documentaries about that stuff, Yeah, better. Yeah, I agree. But yeah. He, so he grabs the, the He axe. grabs the ass. Axe. Ass. The ass. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> it's juicy. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> but he grabs the axe, and Aneth is a small woman. Uh, he is a big man. He catches up to her. Whack! Right on top of her head. So there's like an axe just in her head? Uh, well, he pulled it out, but yes. That's so nasty. he whacked her right in the head, and kadonk out. Her, She's dead. Her dead body flops to the ground. So now Karen's knocked out. Aneth is fucking dead. Yes, but... Where's the other one? Well, let me, let me finish about Aneth. Okay, he sorry. didn't just hit her once. Oh, no. He hit her a couple times. It just... <laughs> a couple times with well, an axe. <laughs> I don't know all of the details. That like, literally about... sounds like mainstream media were like referring to like white school shitters. Well, he he didn't mean to. Like, <laughs> he, he was he was mentally troubled. It's he, okay. He only killed four people. He only shot up his fucking school. <laughs> like it's, it's fine. It's just a troubled kid. Oh my god. Ugh. Okay, so he yeah, basically he, fucks he butchered up her. Butchers. That's a good yes, word. For he butchers, butchers her. her. And, uh, after he is positive she is kadonkadonked, he goes to back in the house. But meantime, while they were doing their whole chase scene, uh, the other sister, Marin, or Marine, I'm pretty sure it's Marin. It, it looks like Marin. Marin? 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 I don't know. It looks like Marin. I'm calling her Marin. Marin, let's roll with it. But, uh, so meanwhile, Marin realized that her, uh, sister was on the floor as she woke up and she saw her sister on the floor. Um... She's, like, trying to wake her up. She's, like, bro, get your ass up. And, and so she's, like, slapping her on the face, pouring the bucket of water, you know, all the, the tricks. Um, hearing Wagner come back into the house, Marin realizes that there's no way that she's going to get Karen alive. <laughs> she just leaves her. <laughs> she does. Oh, my God. Okay, but, like, okay, Karen literally. But, like, that's, like, just, like, her fight or flight. Just that's true. Like, and I don't blame her. She would have died. Yeah. Karen literally said, I'm too tired to run. She obviously had a major concussion. Yeah. Like, uh, she was, like, She was kadonked. She she's not dead, but she pretty much She's hit. pretty like, much she's dead. she's, like, out of it. She is out of it. So, so, Marion, Marion just, like, she, she dashes, she, she bolts. bolts. Uh, and then, when Wagner gets up there, she, 
they, they see Karen slowly crawling to the window because Karen realizes, oh, I'm finna I'm die. I'm in danger. Yeah. Um, and basically, she's dead. He he finishes her. Finish, finish, finish her. <laughs> I couldn't get the right voice, but yeah. Uh, that's horrible. This is someone's murder. Wow. But, so, uh, Karen realized, obviously, she has to hide. Uh, she can't escape the island because it's an island 12 miles away from mainland. Uh, so she thought of all the places Wait, she could Karen go. Karen or Marin? Oh, sorry, Karen. Marin. That's okay. Sorry. That's okay. They sound similar. Sorry. It does. It I'm does. a little dyslexic anyway, so. Fuck it. <laughs> Aren't we all? Marin. Marin. Goes and hides. Karen and Aneth are dead, so Marin's yes, hiding. They're, they're both dead. Uh, so Marin, she has to go hide. Um, she doesn't know where to hide. She's thinking of places. She's like, that's too obvious. He's going to find me. He's lived here before. He knows all the places. So, she on her way out, she grabs an extra skirt because it's freaking freezing. It's winter. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I, it's it's like fall, but the water is freezing, which makes everything freezing. I would rather get, like, chopped to bits with an axe and be cold. Like, sorry. I hate being cold. I That's where it. we disagree. <laughs> well, actually, agree to disagree there. Um, uh-huh. I hate it. I hate being cold. I It, like, physically hurts my body. I hate being body. warm. I'm, like, sweating right now, and you're, like, I'm chill, bro. I'm chilly. Exactly. You're, like, wearing, like, four layers of stuff, and not fair. It's not my fault. It's the iron deficiency. <laughs> it's the iron deficiency for me. Shut the fuck up. Hey, you did that earlier. I did do it earlier. I'm being bullied. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, uh, Marion, she decides she sees a, like, little rocky shore on the edge, and she sees this, like, rock she can hide inside. So she goes and she hides in this like little cave rock thingy, and um, Wagner goes and searches for her through, searches through the whole island all night, couldn't find her. You'd think at that point you just get what you want and then leave. Because this, so this is what eighteen seventies. Eighteen seventy. Yeah, it'd be three. so easy just to like because nowadays, yeah, if you leave a fucking survivor, they're gonna be like, oh, John Wagner, and they're gonna find you. Eighteen seventies, like if if you wanted to steal stuff, just take what you want and run. You know, yeah. like at that point, you have to kind of think about he almost seems like he had the intentions of killing them all. Yeah. If he. You know. Why didn't he just, like, say, oops, sorry, just came for a visit. Yeah. And just robbed him a different day. Yeah, either he was, like, totally, like, totally, like, mentally not there. Which and just makes sense. think not thinking. Or he intentionally went in there knowing that this shit was going to go down. Because, yeah. like, if that happened to me, like, obviously I would never kill anybody. But, like, if I had the opportunity to just grab what I want and go, I would do that and not search the whole goddamn island all night. Yeah. Looking for one person to fucking kill. Yeah. Um, but that's what he did. He looked throughout the whole island. Couldn't find her anywhere. So, he gives up. Wagner goes back in the house. Now, get this. He makes a cup of coffee. God, I'm glad. It's been a stressful day for him, Joe. <laughs> it's a hard life killing, um, girls that aren't as strong as you. Literally. It's hard. Uh, yeah. But he makes a cup of coffee, and he leaves a bloody handprint on the coffee pot. That's how we know he made a cup of coffee. Uh, he, after he made a cup of coffee, he just disappeared. Um, no one knew where he went or anything. Did he even steal anything? I don't think he did. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, so, I think he might have stolen a little bit because he, later, you'll see kind of why. Okay. But, uh, so Marin stayed, uh, she pulled an all-nighter and she didn't dare to leave her hiding spot until 8 o'clock in the morning. Um, so she stayed in the freezing cold with the water splashing her because she's yeah, on the no edge. Thanks. Yeah, 
exactly. Uh, she waited till eight, and uh, she at eight o'clock ish. She got up, and there's an island you can see, like kind of that's far away. Obviously, in the dark you can't, but yeah. um, in the light you can see another small island um, across the way. And she waves them down, the workers who are fishermen there, and they call the police and their husbands and everything. So the police come, they investigate, um, all that happens. They go on a search for Wagner because she said it was John Wagner. Not John Wagner. Now I can't remember his first name because I just call him Wagner. Yeah, me too. Lewis Wagner. Lewis Wagner. John is the husband. I call him Wagner because it's so fun. Wagner. (laughs) So quirky. Wagner. I barely know her. Shut the fuck (laughs) up. But, uh, so, uh, after unsuccessfully looking for him on the island, they go and search for his boat, because obviously they had to leave a boat somewhere, and you have to, like, register at docks and stuff. So, they found his boat, uh, it was in Newcastle, um, and... That means nothing to me. (laughs) (laughs) Just because you're stupid. Stuff. Uh, and he was trying to get a, uh, a ticket to go to Boston on a train. So that's what makes me believe that he might have stolen something so that he could sell it to get money to get a ticket yeah, to Boston. Yeah, he was able to get a ticket. But it wasn't a lot, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So they caught him before he got on the train <laughs> later that night. He was arrested. Um, and in in between, like, the trial phage- stages and stuff, uh, he escaped from jail once. <laughs> they caught him, like, so quickly the same day he escaped. Amazing. So, yeah. And on June 5th, 1875... He was hanged for the murders of Canon and Aneth. Yeah, he was killed. Good. Yeah. I, mean, I don't believe the uh, death penalty, but Yeah. But that was their last that was the last hanging they ever did at um At that island. At, Is it at the island or New Hampshire? Uh they did it um in like I can't remember They probably didn't do it because if island they was didn't, small, no, you say they didn't do it on the island. It was the last one they did in Maine. Oh, okay. Um and then uh, New Hampshire's like right there, and so both Aneth and Karen were buried in South Cemetery in Portsmouth. I can't ever say Portsmouth, New Hampshire. I know I'm saying that wrong. I don't care. Let me see. Where's that? Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Portsmouth. I don't know. I don't That's care. how I would think you'd say it. Doesn't matter. South Cemetery in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, aka South Street Cemetery. That's what's commonly known as because it's a very haunted cemetery. A very big cemetery. It is very big. It is, I think, five cemeteries put together. Oh, wow. Or somewhere around five. I didn't write it down because I didn't really care. Um, but, yeah. So, even though justice was given um, to Karen and Aneth, they are still believed to, those two, haunt the South Cemetery uh, itself. The cemetery, because that's where they're buried. Mm-hmm. Together. They're buried right next to each other. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it is cute. Um, and it's believed that Marin, even though she wasn't killed in that, that night... Uh, she haunts the place where she hid all night, the like a little rock. Yeah. Because people say that they hear a woman wailing from the rocks, which is kind of freaking creepy. Like you're on the island, you hear someone go. Kind is of. that what wailing? I don't like know. <laughs> <laughs> but when I think of wailing, I think of it's like, um, it's like Sarah Paulson, American Horror Story. Have you? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Here, here. You keep talking. I'll keep talking. I'm gonna pull, you pull a, it up. a picture of Sarah Paulson. You'll know who I'm talking about. Okay. Um. So, she wails from the rocks, and it's just, it's scary. Oh, okay. That's yeah. it, yeah. I know who she is. Oh, yeah. Okay, now I can hear the wailing. You can hear it now? Yep. <laughs> so, a few years after the murder took place, the house where they were killed was burned to the mm. ground. No one, no one did it. it oh, just, it just, like, mysteriously It just mysteriously burned. burned to the ground. No one did it. No one, no. They don't even live there anymore. They moved away. 
Oh. All the remaining people. Like, they could not stand to be yeah. there. Except for John. John stayed, but he... he John? John, her, the Karen's husband. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I totally forgot it's about okay. him. John stayed because he couldn't stand the thought of leaving all the happy memories. Yeah. But he didn't talk to anybody unless he was spoken to. He was in a major depressive state. Like, he was... He was wrecked. Which one was John's wife? Karen. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. And so, the South Cemetery, that's where Karen and Aneth are buried... It's known to be very haunted. One, because it's huge, but also it's just so haunted. Um, so one reason for the hauntings is because, like, there was it was a hanging ground in the 1700s. Oh. So that could be, like, a very good explanation. Because uh, they had, like, a hanging tree. Yeah, it was, like, solely used to solely murder used. people. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's very haunted because of that reason. And at the cemetery around where, uh, uh, around the center of the military the center of the cemetery <laughs> <laughs> around the center of the cemetery uh, there's a lot of people have camera malfunctions when they go to like take pictures or record like their camera just stops working but the center they kind of leave like around the areas of like uh aneth and karen and there's just another murder too uh, of this woman who's buried near them kind of um, in that, like, big center area yeah. is where all the older murders, not murders, <laughs> I mean most of them, <laughs> most of them <laughs> but all the older deaths and people are buried, so that's why that's more haunted yeah. than the rest. But, so the camera malfunctions, um, and then people say when, um, they leave, like, around the older gravestones, their camera just magically, like, starts working perfectly normal again. And so it's kind of sketch. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I had, like, video evidence, but... It's no one ever yeah. has any. Yeah, that's I I in probably the newer like the newer stories you'll cover you'll find more of that. Yeah, but uh, many people also cite strange glowing lights when they're there, Ooh. and there's no other sources of light present. Like there's no yeah. cars. Like everyone's like, oh, just a headlight. Like I'm sorry, I know what a fucking headlight looks yeah. like. <laughs> you know, like exactly. cars have been around my entire life. I'm aware what a headlight what a headlight is and what a glowing orb looks like. Yeah. Um. And uh, many photographers find anomalies in their photos, like orbs, like you said, or shadows that don't belong because there's no other sources of light or there's nobody standing there, things like that. Mm -hmm. Just a normal kind of paranormal. I have this picture here. There's not much to it. I just took it because it was a creepy picture. Oops. Just of the cemetery. Of the cemetery, yeah. But, uh... Sorry, I had to turn your brightness up. You're fine. I'm just going to minimize it so you can see it actually a little bit clearer so it's not cut. But yeah, so that's the picture. I'm pretty sure there's like two anomalies in the po- photo or yeah. three, but I'm pretty sure that's just dust. Yeah, that it, could be a lot of things. The photo, the photo, we have an Instagram. It's um and at mysterious anything. Well, I'll put po- we'll post this photo on there if yeah. we can get it. But it's a really shitty photo. But there's possibly anomalies in it, or it could just be who yeah. knows. But I I just think it's a cool picture with the how showing it, how old it and, gives you like the vibe of what it actually is yeah. like. There. And that right there, I believe, is the hanging tree. I wasn't positive because the people who took the photo they weren't very descriptive about what their photo was of. Mm-hmm. But there, from what I saw, it could be the hanging tree because that's what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. But it's creepy. It's a vibe. And I'll also put a photo of the two of Karen and Annette's graves because they there's a picture of those their two graves. Um, I don't have one for you because that's I okay. you can't read them. But yeah. for the viewers, I'll still show them. Anything for viewers. viewers. Listeners. Listeners, viewers. viewers same, same thing. Difference. Same thing. But yeah. Um, so basically, to sum up the whole story, the last man hanged in the state of Maine 
uh, made the mistake of killing two of three women left alone on Smutty Nose Island. Um, yeah. Oh, there's also a story written uh, after it. It was called The Weight of Water. And it was also a movie based off of it, too. Is also it based called off of this? The Weight of Water. Yeah, this whole story. Oh, okay. Well, that's creepy. Yeah. This is weird. It just, it makes me sad, though, because, like, the like, those, like, ladies, like, they knew him. And, like, they probably didn't think he was going to fucking murder them. Yeah. It is really scary. Because they were just waiting for their men to come home. Yeah, they were just chilling, you know, doing housewife shit. Yeah. I don't know what, what all they usually do, but, like... Cooking. Cooking, cleaning. cleaning. Chilling. <laughs> chilling. I don't know. That's sad. That is sad. It is sad. I'm sorry that's not as much ghost activity as I prefer. No, that's for, okay. But... It was too good of, like, a story. Well, plus, it's, like, once you start researching something, after you've already put that much time and effort into it, yeah. it's, like, if it turns out a different way, there's no point of... Yeah. It's still yeah. an interesting story. Yeah. They want their story to be told. I want them to get their yeah. quote Plus, it's, it's very different than what my true crime one is. Yes. Yours... I think yours is around the same time, isn't it, though? Because we yeah, talked about that. Yeah, it's around the late 1800s. Yeah. It's kind of creepy. But... That is weird. Yeah. So, that's the murder of Karen and Marin... I don't think they have the same last name, but I will just use Karen's last name, Hanvent. Hmm. So, rest in peace. Root. <laughs> well, I guess I'll start my story. Mine is dun, one dun, of. Dun. It is the Beast of Chicago, also known as H. H. Holmes, which you've definitely heard of him, but you might not like know him by name. I don't know how, but he was like one of the first, like most notorious, like serial killers in America. Oh, okay. Okay, so we'll just jump right into it. So, H.H. Holmes was born Hermit Webster Mudgett on May 16th, 1861. Wait, his name is Herbert? Herman Webster Mudgett. Herman. Herman. Who would name their kid Herman? Like Pee Wee Herman. Oh, ew. I still hate it. Yeah. But, so he was born May 16th, 1861 in Gilmanton, New Hampshire. Oh my god, I didn't realize that. (laughs) Like in the New Hampshire area too. That's weird. Um, his parents are wealthy, and he lived a, a fairly privileged lifestyle, but, um, after you scratch the surface, there's evidence, there's not, like, direct evidence, but there's lots of rumors, and a lot of people who, like, research, I guess, mm-hmm. him, will say that it's a good possibility that, um, Holmes's father was abusive towards him. Um, it happens. I couldn't find, obviously, I didn't, like, research this for days and days, but I didn't find anything specific. But, um, as we all know today, he becomes a a serial killer. Obviously. But in his young years, a lot of people described him as being really, really smart for his age and really intelligent. Sounds like typical serial killers. Well, (laughs) here we go. There are very obvious red signs now, obviously in hindsight, that we know today that could be, um, like the precursors to someone with, like, psychopathic tendencies Um. and shit like that. Um, a couple of these things, of these precursors and red flags were... His extreme interest in medicine that would, in time, evolve in his childhood years to him practicing surgeries on animals. Ah. And, yeah. you know. That should be... <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing that was kind of weird is there's a rumor, like, like I said, there's no evidence, necessarily, uh, that... When he was younger, one of his family members died. One of his close family members died. Oof. And people say that Holmes might have had something to do with that. Oh. Obviously, he was never tried or convicted or anything like that. But it's just a rumor. 
I thought it was important to add. That is uh, kind of conspic- conspicuous, not the word. It's a weirdly aligning rumor. Yeah. It's like, now we look at it and think, well, that could possibly be true. Yeah. But also, it could be something that someone just made up because we know today he was a murderer. So, like, yeah. oh, yeah, maybe he murdered this dude. Yeah, when that's true. In reality, is probably very little evidence of that. That's true. True. But um, before he became what we know now, he lived a life full of frauds and scams, basically. and As one does. It, was, it sucked because he was such a smart dude. He was able to get away with a lot of it, which I'm going to read these scams to you and you're going to be like, how the fuck did he get away with this? Oh, okay. So we're going to start off with his early crimes slash his early life in that kind of area. His extreme interest in the medical field um, led him to actually become a student at the University of of Michigan, a medical student. Mm -hmm. Um, After he, you know, got there, he started doing all of his medical school stuff, I guess. They had, like most medical universities do... um, corpses or that uh, cadavers cadavers that's the word C- cadavers for them to do medical stuff yeah. on he would steal them oh and he would use them to create fake insurance policies and then cash out on them using the dead body that's... and he did this like in an excess like to the point where you're like how like how was like do just like the the medicine school not keep track of the cadavers well, he does get caught eventually for this, and I'll kind of explain a little bit of that, but not to the extent that you'd think. Like, if I saw someone stealing a dead body, I'd be like, uh... You okay, bro? This is not okay. <laughs> but he didn't only use them for money. Oh, God. He would also steal the corpses and keep them for himself, and he would use them for practice, quote, surgeries, but really just his sick experiments yeah. and stuff like that. Um he would eventually be suspected um, of a murder of one of the other students or at the medical school, I, oh I believe God. is what it was. Um, but he claimed to have nothing to do with it. He claimed to only... Because he, he admitted to, to stealing the cadavers and using them in his frauds, but he denied murdering anyone. Hmm. So, obviously, they found he was stealing the cadavers, but um, he was still able to transfer to a different school and still graduate. That's insane. You think that'd be on like your permanent record? Yeah, I mean this was like nineteen or eighteen, like seventy something. Like uh, it wasn't like you know super advanced, but still. But still, we're gonna go into his first wife. Oh, um, first wife. Yeah, his Leia. His life since he was involved in so many frauds and scams, it can be very confusing because there's a lot of wives, a lot of fake like al- like um fake names, different oh, okay, a- uh, different aliases. But um, I'm I just basically cover like the important shit. Yeah. So right before he entered um, medical school, he would marry his first wife, Clara Lovering. They would have one son together. His name would be Robert. And then in 1884. This was long after they'd been married. Not long, but, you know. Uh-huh. People had repo- had reported that Holmes had been acting very violently towards Clara. So, like... Very abusive. Yeah. Very nasty. And so, Clara, being a smart lady, she moved away. She took Good. her son and left before he graduated. Girl power. Get it, Exactly. Um, she later stated that she barely had any contact with him ever. Um, son included after they left. They barely... Barely... Everything. But they... Um, What's funny is they never actually technically got divorced from what I read. It was very confusing because it said that they tried to, but it didn't really go through. So from what I, from what I read, they were still technically legally married. Ugh, but sucks. he would marry a different person named Murda Belk, Belknap. 
Murda. Murda. Who would name their daughter Murda? I don't know. I kind of like it. Murda. It's because you're weird. Sounds like Moaning Myrtle. It's because you like Harry Potter. See, everyone thinks I love Harry Potter, but I really just think it's like mom and everyone just like oh, projecting their love for it on me. I know. I tell I've them never that. even read all the books. I tell them that all the time. And they're like, no, she loves it. She's a Hufflepuff. And I'm like, no. <laughs> she's like a Slytherin. Get it right. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so five weeks after they married, um, after Holmes and Murda, this uh-huh. is Murda, the second wife married, Murda, well, Holmes claimed Murda wasn't faithful. Obviously don't know the, val- the validity of that. But so he would file for divorce. Um, but he could never actually prove that she wasn't faithful. So uh-huh. the, the suit was dismissed, but the air, the marriage ended up being terminated anyway due to the want of a lawsuit. Yes. Um, so after he divorced Murda... Well, actually, no, I'm sorry. Before he technically divorced her, he would marry another person named Georgiana Yoke. While still married to Clara and Murda, he would then divorce Murda. But, I, like I Whoa. said, it's very confusing. But he had a lot of wives and a lot of children yeah, and whatever. You know. Weird. But, okay, so after he graduated uh, medical school, he moved to Moors Forks, New York. And I love how you said that with, like, a southern accent. Did I? Yeah, you're like, Moor- wait, what was the... Moors? Moors Fork, New York. It's it's a card. Moors Fork, New York. Yeah, it's hard not Moors to say. Moors Fork, New York. That's weird. Okay, <laughs> but there's not much information of like his life here. But what I did find was interesting. After very very quickly after he moved there, a young boy went missing. Uh oh. Um, they never found him again. From what I um read. Oh God. And then rumors began to spread that Holmes had been the last person seen with the boy. Oh, no. So, Holmes very quickly left town after rumors began spreading. And even though rumors were so intense and Ill- that he left immediately, there was never a formal investigation, never anything like that that ever took place. How? I know. So, we you never find out if he had any connection to this little boy. That poor little boy and his family. I know, because from what I read, they never got any sort of... Justice. Any closure. Nothing. You know? Their little boy was just missing. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, after moving away from New York, he moved to Philadelphia, where he would work at a drugstore. Um, and at this drugstore, a young boy died after taking medicine that had been dispensed by Holmes. Oh, God. Um, once again, not very much information about what the medicine was, what, why he died. But a lot of people claimed that Holmes had done it intentionally of some sort. Yeah. Obviously, he denied the allegations. And once again, very quickly left. So that's just like the beginning information of possible crimes he might have, may have committed and stuff like that. Oh, jeez. Okay. And mind you, there's a lot more frauds and scams in between all of this, but it's just... Those are the big boys. These are, like, the ones I thought were most, like, relevant and important. Got it, got it, got it. So now we're going to go to 1885. Holmes is now 24. Um, he moved to Chicago, Illinois. Weapon! Sh- Get it? Because we live in... We live in North. freaking South, or by St. Louis. I okay, but would hardly Illinois, Chicago, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. But, so in Chicago, he would change his name to what we now know him as, H.H. H. Holmes. Before then, he was just going by his, like, birth given name. Uh-huh. Um, and he did this so no one would be able to read about his previous frauds and the previous deaths that, while he wasn't, you know. Yeah. That they were just tied to him, tied so yeah, get it, get you know. It. And since he was working at, uh, he was he would go to work at a pharmacy again. He obviously didn't want those allegations, of course. So under the new the new new um, alias, he got a job at Elizabeth S. Holton's pharmacy 
and began saving money. But he would eventually own the pharmacy. Oh. Um, many attribute that to Holmes killing the owner. Oh, my. But there is more evidence that's just that wasn't the case. Okay. Um, it's just a rumor. Really just a myth. I hope he didn't kill her. Yeah. But so using the money from the pharmacy and his frauds, um, he was able to build a three-story building. Jeez. Um, it didn't start off as three stories. It, you know, grew it, yeah, larger, grew. but would eventually be three stories. Um, and this building is what we now know as what would be his house of horrors in his murder castle. Wait, it became his house of horrors or the house of horrors? Well, his. Okay. Because okay. he inflicted the horrors. I thought, I thought, because like there's also like a mansion or something called like house of horrors. Maybe that's a ride at like Disneyland. I think uh, Tower of Terrors. Maybe that's in That's the one where it oh, drops yeah. really quickly. That's what I'm thinking of. I'm a little stupid. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, eventually his top floor would would become mostly his personal living quarters. Um, but he would all, he also had several other other rooms that were solely used for to torture and kill people. Holy shit. Um, the middle floor was used primarily for apartment buildings and it during like the the world fair it would become like a hotel which most people think of it as just a hotel but it wasn't originally always that but so it was like apartments so there'd be people living in there and there all the time um in the bottom floor the the ground floor was used for retail stores which he made money off of and also a new pharmacy so he killed people and tortured people i'll explain more about how that went down i'm just giving you the layout first that that helps thank you so and then like i said um once uh, the world's Columbian Exposition came, which was just the, yeah. a big thing, I guess, he would use the the um, third floor and the middle floor for ho- for like a hotel purposes, okay. basically. Yeah, some more cha-ching. Mm-hmm. Um, so he actually, in order to get the place ready to be used as a hotel, he hired contractors to, um, you know, fix up anything and, you know, provide all the furnishings or whatever for anything he needed. But the contractors would find out that um, Holmes was actually stealing stuff from them, so it was never fully completed. Um, so he's like a compulsive stealer. He's just fucked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good word. But he would hide these different materials in hidden passages. And these hidden, hidden passages? Yes, these hidden passages. So from what I read, during the main construction of the whole building, he would um, hire, like, a group of, like, laborers to build and fire them, like, midway through drive and hire new ones and fire them. So no one fully knew the layout of the, quote, castle. Oh, that makes sense. So he was the only one that totally knew everything. And they would build hidden passages, like, an excessive amount of laundry chutes, which didn't end up being used for laundry. Um, like, hidden doors, hidden rooms, stuff like that. Like... Terrifying. He would also... That is terrifying. <coughs> excuse me. He would also, which I'll get more into this later, he would have some rooms fitted with piping that would pump gas into the room. Oh, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Is my lord and Yes, savior. but we're going to get more into what the physical yes, please. room was now. Because this is, this is what I think is the most fucked interesting, that he was able to construct this in the first place. And no red flags went up with anybody. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So... Holmes created this building with many of his own his own add-ons. This included soundproof rooms. Oh Jesus! Mazes of mazes of hallways that led nowhere. Oh, so if like God. they that is were able fuck. to escape the room, they wouldn't be able to escape the floor that they were on. Fuck! I know. And chutes going straight from the room to the basement, and then like I said, airtight rooms connected to pipelines of gas. Oh Jesus Christ! 
Holmes would use the chutes to get to the to get to the basement easily because he would kill someone like in their room and then he would just put their body down the chute and then so go directly to the basement um, so no one would obviously see, see the, the dead body. bodies. And in the basement, he would dissect the people, perform experiments on them. Um, he would harvest organs to sell, make more money. Jesus Christ. Um, he would, and it's so it's so crazy because. He sold these organs and body parts to not only black market buyers, but also, like, medical institutions. And they didn't question where he was getting these organs? I guess not. I don't oh really God. know how that all happened in, like, the 1870s, but... But, so, to get rid of the bodies, he would... He had a few different ways to do that. Oh, he would either... He had his own in-unit crematorium. He also yeah, had... that's not sketchy at all. Yeah. I, uh, excuse me, miss. I'd like to buy my own crematorium. <laughs> I don't know really, like, how, like, how you go, like, how do you buy a crematorium and put them in the basement of your, like, business slash hotel and no one questions it? I don't know. But they also had acid baths. Um, and oh, quick- those are kind of effective, not gonna lie. <laughs> yes, they are. Anyway, <laughs> quick lime and that would, quick lime, do you know what, like, lime is? Like, like yeah. The, like, that would just, like, cover the smell of the body while I decompose and shit like that. Smart. I mean... Ew. Ew, nasty homes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but so now we're gonna get into some of the murders and obviously we don't know how many people he exactly, he exactly murdered, so I'm just gonna cover the Big the murders that kind of are important to his quote storyline. His character development. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so one lady he um one lady that Holmes said was his first victim, which, you know, I don't know if I can trust a murderer. But <laughs> Julia Smith was one of Holmes' first confirmed victims. She actually lived in the building with her husband and her daughter, Pearl. She was also Holmes' mistress. Uh, mm-hmm. So once her husband found out that she was, you know, getting it down with Holmes, he ended up leaving Julia and their daughter. So he's gone. It's just Julia and Pearl. Oh, what a man. Mm-hmm. And then Julia and Pearl would disappear on Christmas Eve in 1891. Wait, Anne Pearl? Yes, the, oh, the young no. daughter. Um, Holmes said that Julie, Julia died during an abortion, but that was never confirmed, obviously, because no one ever found, like, a body, and he never really gave an explanation for Pearl being missing. Um, obviously, people think he's responsible. I also, I vaguely remember reading that a lot of people think he specifically killed Julia by one of the rooms with the gas pipes in them. I don't remember where I read that from, but that was a while ago. I just remember that now. But, so that's a possibility. But, so obviously, you know, he killed them. We know. Oh, that's, that's horrible. I yeah. hate it when people kill kids. Mm-hmm. And then, there's a lot more murders, but I, this story would be eight years if I went through them. So that's like the main murders that kind of... He said he murdered her. He admitted to murdering her, um, eventually, in the end. Obviously not... Not when they first went missing. Of course. But so, he would eventually have his one last scheme, which would kind of be the end of it all. Um, So, after the World Fair, where a lot of people stayed in his building as a hotel, which presumably a lot of them probably never left. Yeah, I have a... So, did he... I have a question. Did he take people that were staying at his hotel and murder them in their hotel rooms? Yeah, so... um, it kind of depended on, like, just, yeah. like, from person to person, you know. Sometimes they would be murdered in their rooms directly and then put down the chute. Sometimes, you know, they, he would find 
they would find themselves, say, trapped in a room somewhere. That's um, but th- they were always killed in the hotel or oh, wow. in the building, I guess. So people went into the building, never came out, and no one questioned it? I guess not, because it it never became a thing until... I'll tell you how he got caught. Yeah, please. But he... It was... Yeah. Yeah, continue. It's crazy. Um, I'll save that for later. I was going to tell you another fact, but I'll save that for later because it's a little shocking. But so Holmes would eventually leave Chicago shortly after the World's Fair. Um, but before he left Chicago... Oh, I guess I, should, I guess I should say this. Holmes was previously imprisoned for one of his... Like, frauds. Uh-huh. Nothing major. He was out of jail fairly quickly. But um, in prison, he would actually meet someone named Marion Hedgepath, who was his cellmate at the time. Mm-hmm. So after, well, after leaving Chicago, he would um, create a scheme with his partner at the time, Benjamin Pitizzo. I think that's how you say his name. I don't totally know. That's what it looks Pitizzo? like. It's P-I-T-E-Z-E-L. Pitizzo. And they thought of the idea of Pitazel faking his death and Holmes collecting the $10,000 insurance policy. But they had been thinking of this plan for a long time. So Holmes had actually told his former cellmate, Marion Hitchpath, what they were planning on doing. Uh-oh. We know this now because after, you know, in the future, Marion would, would help the police find him. Yes. But Marion didn't know him as H.H. Holmes. He knew him as H.M. Howard. Um, so that's, that's another reason why he was able to get away with so much stuff is he was constantly changing his names and going, because, um, a lot of his wives didn't know him by H.H. Holmes. It was like, they, it was different paperwork names, different everything. It's sketchy. I know. It's crazy. Um, so what would happen with that is they would, he, well, Hedgepath eventually helped the police, but before then... Instead of Pizel faking his or Pitizel faking his death, Holmes would just kill him. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, so That's after Holmes, funny. yeah, after Holmes killed them, he went back to his building in Chicago, where um, he had invited Pitizel's wife, wife and children, and because um, he had he had five kids, um, and he was like, oh no, like like your husband's he's fine, he's just he's away on a trip, he has to stay away because his wife knew of the scheme. He was like, he'll be back soon. I just like lay low for a little while. It's no big deal. Everything is totally fine. Um, and he would have uh, actually convinced her to let him take custody of three out of the five kids. Oh my God! What the? Because he was like, oh, like he's. I know he's gone, and so I'll, I'll help you guys out. I'll, you know, I'll take I'll take care of him. I'll watch him. Whatever, whatever. He's whatever. so manipulative. Mm-hmm. Um. And those three kids would eventually be some of his last victims. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Oh. And. I could be remembering this incorrectly, but the way that I think that they were able to identify that those were his children wasn't by their faces. It was because I think they all had, like, a deformed toe. I, I think they had club feet. I'm pretty oh, sure. God. I'm almost positive, but that could be wrong. So you couldn't identify their faces? From what I remember, yes. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. This man's a monster. Yes. You can't kill kids, man. He killed... Probably a lot of them. I can't either. Mm-hmm. Yes, but Holmes would finally be arrested and apprehended in November of nineteen or sorry eighteen ninety four after he had been running for several weeks. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. After being taken in, taken into custody, he only admitted to killing twenty seven people, but it is suspected he killed um, up to if not more two hundred people 
in holy um, shit in in his murder castle quote and in his schemes holy crap yes and the main reason that we'll never know how many people he killed is one like i said prior he had all of these he had the crematorium the acid the lime of easy ways to dispose of the bodies yeah. to you know not have any physical evidence of anything and it's you know the late 1800s you yeah, know they, they don't, don't have, have a technology we have you know today obviously we'd probably be able to get a little bit more information yeah. but think about this way like like you said like well how can they just never come out and no one knows well people probably you know they're in chicago for whatever reason if they're staying in a hotel they probably don't have very very many people in the area and so pro- most people probably didn't even know they were there that's so true mm-hmm. oh my gosh yes but so after being apprehended, he would um, be sentenced to death by hanging in um, May 7th, 1896, and he would be buried in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Wow. Yes. So that's like the gist of that. And that is a very, very, very condensed version of the story. But so the moral of it is, is some psychopath stole bodies, made money made basically a, a torture dungeon chamber thing in, of a three-story building, relentlessly murdered and tortured people, and was able to dispose of their bodies, potentially killing up to 200 people. And he got caught because his cellmate snitched on him. Wow. Mm-hmm. Because from what I remember reading, and so here's the thing with this story as well, is since it happened so long ago, and since it's such a well-known story, yeah. there's a lot of not true information, a lot of speculation, and a lot of stuff that is similar, but not quite the same. Yeah. So, from what I read, the reason that he was caught originally was from Pitazel's death, because the former soulmate hadn't, he knew yeah. that it was going to happen, and he helped the police with it. So, he wasn't even caught from, you know, his typical murdering in people in his you know building yeah. in chicago wow oh my god that mm-hmm. i hoof my brain yes he's a monster yeah wow i that's that's it wow mm-hmm. i'm glad yeah. they caught him though yeah i would have if you're interested i would like i would recommend like doing more research about it because yeah it is so much there's so much more than that you yeah. know we're already at 55 minutes, and that was, like, the bare minimum of what I could have told you. Wow. Damn. I know. Yeah. And, you know what? If we have incorrect information, I just want to state this right now. We're sorry. You yes. know? <laughs> we spend hours and hours researching, but there's so many fake news outlets out there that we don't necessarily know what's correct or incorrect. Uh-huh. And, we do so many searches in between other websites to find the truth and sometimes things just aren't talked about often like it's just it's a little bit hard and you can definitely like email us or something and and tell us what actually happened and we'll we'll oh for read sure it. for sure we want we are doing this because we want to tell stories we want to portray people's lives we want to we want their stories to be told and we don't want the victims to be forgotten exactly this is just our way. And that's of the big thing about this. Is, that's the only problem I have with like murder stories is I I don't want to like hype up the murderer, but I also don't want to people to forget what happened and yes. to the to the victims and everything like that. I I my main reason for doing this is uh, the murder stories particularly is to give the victims a little bit more of a closure of telling their stories so that people know signs of murderers is yeah. kind of my logic behind it. I read a stat one time. I can't remember what it was, but it was about, like, how many, like, 
murderers who've probably passed on the street. Yeah. Like, that scares me. It scares me so much. Are you a murderer? I mean... Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> but, yeah. But that's pretty much the end. And I know it was probably really, really rough. This is the first episode that we are recording. Um, and editing alone. And editing. And we've been doing this for probably about five hours today. Like, that's not true. just recording, but, like, getting everything ready. So, we're pretty burnt out and tired. So we've, we've been doing this since one o'clock today. So yeah. So about, yeah, actually about like seven hours. Yeah. Yeah. So bear with us. We're gonna get better. Um, any suggestions? Anything like that? Well, you know, help us along the way. Yeah. So. Is uh is our email open to them? Yeah, yeah. So um, if anyone, you know, if we miss anything up, or if you want to say anything or whatever, or you if can... you have a ghost story or oh something. yeah, any suggestions, you can go ahead and email us at, at mysteriousanything at gmail dot com, or you can um. DM us DM on us Instagram. DM us on Instagram. Same at, at mysteriousanything.com. Or not dot com, because it's Instagram. <laughs> but at mysteriousanything. And, you know, obviously, we're not famous. We This is our first episode, so we will, in fact... We will read everything. I'll be like, oh my god, someone emailed us! I will be so I'll excited. I'll be like, mom, being like, go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so bear with us, and um, I had fun. I did. I think it was fun. I really have to pee, but I had fun. See, I told you you should have gone pee before we I started. I know, I know. okay we'll We'll call it that so that this is our podcast mysterious anything thank you for joining us thank you for joining us we're gonna try to put them out we're gonna try weekly but you know she's in school i work and you know we'll we'll try our best for you for you for you always for you but yeah so thank you for listening um we hope to you know we hope you listen to us again yeah that's it so Have a good night. Or day. Or day. Have a good day. Good night. Good evening. Good morning. Whatever. (laughs) Bye. Good night. Or good day. Just say bye already. Okay, bye. (laughs) Bye.